I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Guys, welcome back to Awkward Sex in the City. It is hump day. It is masturbation day, which is every day, but like, I mean Wednesday. Tonight, I have, or not tonight, but this morning as you're listening to it, I have Sharon Paul, who we had actually a year ago, uh, and then there was technical difficulties, and we lost the episode. It's only happened twice, but it happened back to back, so we obviously figured it out. Um, but it was really cool to have her on because when she was here a year ago, she like just started dating this dude, and now they fucking like live together and shit. And like marriage is like a, like on the table, like shit like that, which I just, guys, as you're going to find out, time never stops in this episode. And that's, I'm going to leave it at that. And she has an amazing show called Cheap Date. It's been running for 10 years at Union Hall. The next one is February 28th at Union Hall. You should totally, totally, totally come. It always sells out. And you can follow her. And I might be butchering this in Sharon. I'm sorry if I am. But it's Sharonikin YC. So it looks, it's spelled S-H-A-R-R-O-N-I-C-A-N. YC. I'm not going to do that again because that was really hard to do, guys. So I believe in you and you can hit the 15 seconds back. But totally follow her. She's a gem. She's hilarious. I'm so glad I got to have her back on. And go to her show, guys. That's true. Because it's like you did just put your dick there. Like, why can't you, like, investigate? Exactly. I was like, you were just in there. You can go back in. And I could feel myself starting to have a panic attack. And I was like, time never stops. Time never stops. And I was like, oh my God, Natalie, what is wrong with you? I like, imagine you yelling that you? at a customer who's like trying to buy, I don't know, a lemon. Because I don't know where you work currently. Yeah, so I feel like we have to preface this episode that you came in like months ago, at least like six months ago, right? It feels like it's probably, it's been a year. It's been over a year because I had just started dating my boyfriend and he wasn't my boyfriend. Yes, yet. and that's what I wanted to preface that um, you were talking about like, 
first meeting him and like first dates but now like you're over a year strong yeah wow and we live together oh shit that's a major upgrade okay (laughs) so much has happened since the last time i was here did you guys i always like to know like do people did you move into like a new apartment or did he go to you or you to him technically he came to me but it was also a new apartment for me okay i was barely in before he joined me okay because I feel like that's important. I feel like when you move into someone else's like space. It's a lot. It's a lot. And there's like all these rules and like where do mm-hmm. you fit in? Yeah. So that's good. Like you you didn't really like make your mark yet. Right. I was like, I was like, oh, I don't even know where plates go yet, but he's coming. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name again? Michael. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's being a little dreamboat right now and helping with all the things that are happening right now. Yeah. Like, um, my family was just stressing me out and everyone has managed to somehow inconvenience me in a grand fashion today. But today's little mishap is my dad got locked out of his house and instead of, uh, well, I had to be here. So I was like, I have plans. I have to be somewhere at six. Mm-hmm. And I get off work at 445. I didn't have time to leave work in Manhattan yeah. to go to where I live deep in Brooklyn to turn around and come and back. Then come and back. Like, no, I was like, I have an appointment. Yeah, yeah. It's like I people have plans and lives. I don't want to inconvenience them as well. So it's yeah. like, so my dad was just like, well, can Michael come get the keys? And da-da-da. I was like, well, my dad's in my house with Michael. I was like, you can talk to Michael you about that. You can ask that, him. And then one of you can call me back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Parents are so weird. Like, he was literally in the same room. As Michael. He may have been in the same room. Like, maybe Michael had stepped out to give him privacy on the phone, but they were very much in the same space. Oh, my God. And my, my dad is the king and just, like, he respects no one's time. So he's just like, oh, so all of you people can stop everything you're doing and do this thing for me that I need right now. Oh, my right? God. Which is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. Cause, but you're getting what you want, too, though, because you, you're like... I, I didn't have, to, have do- to rearrange my schedule and run home and try to run back out. Um, Is he the first person you've ever, like, lived with? He is. How this are is you- a brand new situation. How are you liking it? Wait, real quick. How long have you been living together now? Um, We are currently in February. He moved in on September 29th. Okay, yeah. So that's a good chunk of time. Yeah. How are you liking it? I like it so far. I'm like... Oh, Obviously, there's going to be little things where you're just like, oh, my God, why won't you do that? Or why do you do that? Because uh-huh. he has a tendency to leave things just on the stove, like just stuff. I'm but- like, oh, this is all a fire hazard. Like <laughs> just freak accidents happen. It only takes one time to die. Can we not leave stuff on the stove? It only takes one time to die. That's my motto. Yeah. Aaron, <laughs> Aaron always leaves cabinets open. And I'm always just like, why? Why can't yeah. you just close that? Um, but I leave my tea everywhere. I'm and tea I, bags yeah. everywhere. No, okay, I don't finish my tea. Or I'll, the thing is, yes. I I will drink like six cups of tea. I'll keep refilling my tea bag, and like by the time I make my last cup of tea, I'm like, I don't want this. And then I'll put them in the fridge. But then half the time, I'm doing it in his mugs. Like ah. I have perp- I have bought him mugs as gifts, and then I use them all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Where's he's like, where's my mug? Where's the ho mug? I got him a ho 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 ho. It's just like covered in the word ho Aww. for Christmas last year. I have one <laughs> mug that I've had since I was eighteen, and I was like, this is the best mug I've ever had. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. compare. It's like the right, it's the right size, the right, the right size, grip, right grip. It keeps things hot just the right amount of time. Yes. Or you get the ones that have like the little tiny like like this is like where you hold it, and you're like, I can't fully. <laughs> I have to like now pay attention when I'm trying to do something else. Make sure I don't like dribble on myself. <laughs> the whole thing. I'm talking about this. Some I... mugs are dribblier than others. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have an issue with the toilet seat? 
No, he adjusted very quickly because he he lived. He's lived with women before. He's okay. lived with partners, and also his last just like platonic roommate was also a woman. Okay, so good. he was decent so he about knew. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that can be a hard one where it's just like, God, fucking put it down, man. You gotta put it down. Yeah. And also, I was like, we have a cat. I was like, unless you want the cat swimming around, we have to make sure the toilet seat is down. Yeah. So when did you know that you were like this guy? Because like when we first talked, it was like kind of still like you're not sure. Not that you weren't sure. It was sure. very, very new. It was yeah. It was like just very weeks new. in or something. When I think the last time I was here, I think you were like going to go on a date after the podcast or something. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> I think like if I can remember, I don't remember like the exact moment mm-hmm. or anything, but it was we were into each other from the jump. From Aww. the absolute jump, like we we met on Tinder, and we started talking. It's vague to I. It's a little blurry. I can't remember if we started talking on Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. but we were on a date on Wednesday, and then we decided on a second date for Saturday, and that date that started on Saturday ended on Tuesday. Whoa! Yeah, and on that second date, which was. Again, just very intense. And honestly, this it wasn't anything like I usually am on a date or just even in a just a budding relationship. I essentially had the shit or get off the pot conversation with him on our second date. Wow. Because I realized I was like, oh, wow, I could really be into this guy. But I was like, if he's not looking for anything, I have zero desire to waste my time. Yeah. Yeah. And get more like attached and like your hopes up. I was like, if you're not looking for a relationship, then let's not do this because I could see us really being into each other. And if you're not willing to really be into this, let's cut our losses now. Totally. And obviously he was cool with it. Right. Like Like, I asked him what he wanted and he told me he didn't know. But like I actually believed him. Because if a guy tells you, I don't know what I'm looking for, it sounds like bullshit. They know exactly what they are and aren't looking for, but they're not willing to, to tell you. To verbalize Because they, you. a lot of the times men just, you know, want to tell you what they think you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. But he gave me enough background where I was like, oh, he legitimately doesn't know, but I'm willing to take this risk. Okay. And it paid off, obviously. Yeah, Here we are. it's working out. Aw. How is this sex on the second date? Because I'm assuming that's why it lasted for so long. Yes. It, yeah, it was great. That's, like, that's why it was a very, very long date. Yeah. Um, so we went out Saturday night, uh, went out, had brunch Sunday morning. I had a show Sunday evening. Then we got back together after my show. And then like we had work and stuff on Monday, but then again, reconvened after work and then Aww. went our separate ways Tuesday morning. Aww. There were little breaks in between, but it, it was essentially. But it was like, yeah, yeah, this was a continuation. We only parted for the necessary parts. Yeah. To like pay your bills. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're like, then we'll fuck again. Exactly. Our very first time, uh, somehow, the condom disappeared. Yes. The very first it? time. That okay. So <laughs> after we realized, oh, oh, that was a fun little vanishing act. How did that happen? I, I was just like, this is bad. Like I could tell he was freaking out. One, because it's just like, oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. And two, he didn't know how to help. I was like, well, do you see anything? Yeah, like, Can, like, like <laughs> yeah, just, you know, take, take a gander. Um, and, like, I feel like he did the bare minimum there, honestly. Uh-huh. Um, and then we couldn't find it. And then I was just like, all right. I was like, what do you want to do? I was like, I'm going to sleep. 
<laughs> I'll look. I'll look in the morning. <laughs> Maybe it'll shimmy out. Right. I was just like, we'll we'll see what happens. I'll I'll look for it in the morning. And I he was very worried. Aww. Um. But then in the morning, I got up. You know, went to use the bathroom, and bared down, uh-huh. and, and it made its way out. Like I, thankfully, it you know it reappeared. It resurfaced because that happened to me once as a teenager, and I have zero idea where it went. I'm sure. It found its way out at some point in life, but I don't recall finding that one on the oh way out. Oh my god, it's still in here. It's like gum. <laughs> it's like slowly it's attached to my heart somewhere ah. somehow. Uh- <laughs> it's. I mean, they call it nature's pocket for a reason. And that's like, true. Really it held can, on. Yeah, it held on. But yeah, it came out the next morning, and I told him I was just like, "You were so apprehensive to help me find it," and I was like, "If I hadn't gotten it out, there probably would not have been a third date." Really? Yeah. I was like, this guy's not helpful. That's true. Because it's like, you did just put your dick there. Like, why can't you, like, investigate? Exactly. I was like, you were just in there. You can go back in if necessary. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if I didn't do this, I probably would have just been like, that fucking useless guy never again. What did he say? Was he just like, I was nervous? Yeah. That's essentially what he said. He was like, I didn't know what to do. That was really scary. I didn't I didn't know. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, all right, Buster, you're lucky. <laughs> you're lucky the dick was good. <laughs> we would not be here. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, it worked out. Yay. And the sex has stayed super awesome. Has it gotten um, weird? Has it gotten awkward? It's not gotten weird or awkward. I mean, it's not honest. That would be weird if like you were like dating and you're like, yeah, the sex has gotten weird. It's like, he's great, but the sex is not. <laughs> Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But also, I think the both of us, when we met, were at the most athletic we've ever been in our lives. Oh, okay. He was training for a Spartan race. Oh, God. He, I'm kind of judging him. Yeah, that's fine. I'll allow it. Like, I judge him, too, all the time. He it's wants a very me, white thing. It is. A very, very white dude Yes, thing. it is the whitest, dutiest thing ever. So he does Spartan races, but as I just call him the whitest dude ever, I was doing CrossFit at the time. Oh! <laughs> moving tires. <laughs> Something with ropes. Yeah, I was, I was doing all of it, just hopping on stuff and lifting all the things and swinging from ropes and whatnot. I hate, okay, this is so specific and it's so dumb and so stupid. I took a writing class back in 2013. We had to do the intros with um, our teacher and he's like, just tell us something about you. And this one chick was like, yeah, I do CrossFit every morning at 6 a.m. I'll always be here. And he was like, this girl, you got to watch out for her. She gets her shit done. Guess who didn't make it for the whole fucking class? <laughs> she was too busy being at CrossFit. Fucking CrossFit. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, is she still the best? Is she still is the CrossFit helping her write comedy? Like, is it working? She was too busy being sore. She couldn't make it to class. <laughs> he ended up really liking me and my stuff. But every time he read my sketches, he'd be like, this is really funny. And I'm like, why are you surprised every time that this is fucking funny? <laughs> oh, it was it's so specific and dumb, but I like I think about it like weekly. Well, all I'm gonna say is so I'm not gonna say his name. I'm just gonna be like I have a friend who is going to a CrossFit wedding. Shut up! Mm-hmm. Shut up right now. Are you part of any of the wedding shaming groups on the internet? No. I love wedding shaming groups on Facebook. They're kind of my favorite thing in the world. I love that. It's where people just post the tackiest shit. That's like that they've seen at a wedding or they've seen like bridezillas in the wild. It gets plenty of screenshots and plenty of like wedding photos where the faces are obscured. Mm -hmm. Not to, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. give anyone's identity away. They're phenomenal. I think their save the date was 
we can't wait w-e-i-g-h-t mm-hmm. and i think they were near a tire of course they were and i was like uh i think the wedding gift you get them is a fucking tire <laughs> let them just like let them crossfit all, all over but like just bring kettlebells it to the venue like bring it and they no. have to move giant it. tires ropes and kettlebells that's all they're getting i hope that's all they're registered for um you were on the show like two months ago and i it's always it always stuck with me because you it's the it's the story where uh it ends with him calling you the like chocolate princess the ebony treat ebony treat there it is <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god uh was that two months ago already? Yeah, because you... It was right like around Christmas? Yeah, I think you did the December show, I think. You're right. I got, like... I wasn't, like, high, but I was, like, at work, and I was like, oh, my God, time's never going to stop. And I was like... <laughs> Are you sure I, you weren't high? Just like, because you're at work doesn't mean you weren't high. I wasn't high, but I was, like, on register, and I could feel myself starting to have a panic attack, and I was like, time never stops. Time never stops. And I was like, oh, my God, Natalie, what is wrong with you? I like, imagine you yelling that you? at a customer who's, like, trying to buy, I don't know, a lemon, because I don't know where you work currently. They're like, how much is this organic raspberries? I'm like, I don't just whatever it said, like whatever it said. <laughs> you not realize time never stops. Like we die and it keeps going. <laughs> and it was not high. I think I was just very anxious that day. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah, man. Time does not stop. It's like kind of freaking me out. And I just like talking about it. Like right now, I'm just like, oh, it <laughs> never ends. Did it ever not not begin? Like <laughs> Oh my god. But I mean, if time did stop, what else would stop? Is that everything? I guess is that, so. Is that just the opposite of a big bang? Everything just ceased to exist? Like a major black hole? Yeah. It's actually a porn called Major Black Hole? No. Is, that, is, it, is it an army thing? It's like a um time stops and he like fucks all these women. Are they frozen like yeah. time out saved by the bell style? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It's weird. There's no consent totally there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we were talking about the last one. I was like, shit, I do watch like porn where they're like the consent is blurry. Like I, it comes but up. But the thing is, it's fiction. So I guess that's where it's kind of OK. Yeah. And it, these aren't like, well, hmm. I was going to say these aren't mainstream films that are having like a potential actual influence. But no, that's actually the danger where it still is having an influence. Mm-hmm. And people are taking that in as if that's the norm and how sex works. Yeah, which is why we literally just talked about this in the last episode, like why porn cannot be sex ed, like because oh no, it absolutely can't. But sadly, it is for so many people. So many people. I'm trying to think. The first time I watched porn, first time I watched porn was on my brother's computer because my parents put the computer in their bedroom. Oh, so your parents didn't have a uh, scrambled illegal bootleg cable when you were a kid. No, ah. he did not, which sucked. Yeah, we yeah. had we had like the bootleg cable, you know, the hot box where you would get all like the pay-per-view yeah, yeah, yeah. and premium channels for free. So, you know, you had HBO and like literal pay-per-view and all those. But then you would have Playboy and the Spice Channel that would be a little scrambly. But then sometimes it was totally clear and fine. Oh, shit. And you would watch it until you heard someone, you know, walking around like, ah, I'm watching Cartoon Network. See, I never like anytime we <laughs> watching Cartoon Network. Um, <laughs> we like. Never had any of those things. And my parents had put the main computer in their bedroom. Which is smart. That's like good parenting. It's good parenting, but also I was still doing a lot of weird shit on there. Like I was on those chat rooms like fucking crazy. Like with all these weird like internet boyfriends that were definitely like I was 14 and they were like 37. (laughs) They're saying they're not, but I was also saying I was like 20. Yeah. But so my brother got a computer. Like he like made his own computer. It's like his thing. He now like works in computers. And he would let me on his computer. Uh, and I would start watching porn on it and he'd be like, 
I need you. He was like, you got to stop clicking on the ads. I was like, I'm not clicking on the ads. He's like, you can watch all the porn you want. Don't click the ads. Right? And like, I was like, I'm not. I'm not clicking the ads. And he's like, I fucking know you are because you're putting viruses on my goddamn computer. He's like, stop it. And I was like, I'm not. And I think every time I just like clicked out, I was like clicking the ad or something. So I think I got banned from his computer. Have I talked about the engagement on the podcast? Um, so I got punked on my engagement. I was told. How so? So like we had always talked about it. Like I knew he was going to propose. And mm-hmm. I, um, Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. And I, for the longest time, he was like, I didn't think you wanted a proposal because you're like this like badass, like feminist bitch, like owning sexuality. Oh, no, bitch. I want all of it. I was like, no, no, no get on your fucking knees. Oh, like yeah. I want I'm a be, feminist. Get on your goddamn get knees. Get on your goddamn knees. So what happened was like months before he proposes, I get an email from Bobby, Bobby Hankinson, yeah. and like our like mutual friend groups is like eight of us about doing a Friendsgiving at his apartment, mm-hmm. which we've never done before. And I was excited for Friendsgiving because like, yeah, like Those I love are the it. best. And so there were caveats, though, like you had was that the right word caveat? Like you had to dress up. Yeah. And I love Bobby's apartment. But there's no table like there's like a table for two people because two people live there. Right. And I was like, I'm not fucking dressing up for a goddamn Friendsgiving where I'm going to eat like shit. Standing up. Standing up <laughs> in heels and like some like fucking jumpsuit. Like I'm not doing it. So I was complaining for months. And Bobby had said in the emails, like, don't bring any food. And I was like, Bobby never brings enough fucking food. He doesn't. I'm bringing food. I'm bringing food. I'm bringing mashed potatoes. And I say this in front of Aaron and our mutual friend Tim. And they were just like, what? And I was like, yeah, I make, I was like, it seems vegan. I was like, I was going to make garlic vegan mashed potatoes. Like, I love mashed potatoes. I'm having mashed potatoes at my fucking Thanksgiving. Friendsgiving. Yeah. Like, I'm having, they're, they're going to be there. And so later, Aaron was like, because I was like, you didn't tell me not to make them. And he was like, what the fuck would you have done if I told you not to make these mashed potatoes you really wanted? And I was like, I would have made triple. He was like, exactly. Like, I had to like, <laughs> I had to like nip it in the bud in the way that I could. So they like all are like, yeah, do this, do this, like make the mashed potatoes. So the the morning of, um, I go out, I get like five pounds of mashed potatoes. I get vegan garlic butter. I get the or vegan butter. I get the wrong. I accidentally get creamer, so I have to run out and get mm. vegan uh, like oat milk or something. Yeah. And I'm like slaving over it, and I get ready really early. And so I'm just kind of like lying around watching like Lizzie McGuire or something. And mm. then Aaron's like, I need you to find something for me, blah blah blah. But it wasn't anything. And then mm-hmm. like when I came back, he was like on his knees and he like proposed to me. And then. After that, I was like, oh, shit, relate to the Friendsgiving. And he was like, there is no Friendsgiving. And I, like, lost my shit. I was like, I made all these goddamn vegan mashed potatoes. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, you have to bring them, though, because everyone knows about the mashed potatoes. And so we went to Bobby's apartment because it's very cute for pictures. Yes. And they had, like, like, like a stand of, like, toppings they were going to put on it. For the mashed potatoes. <laughs> you brought your own mashed potato bar. Mm-hmm. I had to bring five pounds of mashed potatoes and like like high heel go-go boots because Aaron had like made an, a, a reservation at this really nice restaurant that we like. Well, they ate the mashed potatoes and Bobby the whole time was like, yeah, I fucking heard. I heard everything you were saying about my Friendsgiving. And I was like, I'm not wrong, though. Like no one wants to dress up and then stand like I like double down. I was like, I'm not fucking wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, about that. heels hurt. And like when you're short, you have to wear heels with like everything when you dress up. Like, 
I still, and then I didn't get to eat any of the mashed potatoes. They were all gone by the time I got back. Oh, but you got a ring out of it. I did get a ring. I got a ring. That's true. I got a man. I got a very supportive man. That you've chosen to keep. That I've chosen to keep because I'm a badass feminist bitch. Exactly. Like, I chose this. <laughs> um, and that all, that story just came from mashed potatoes. Like, I, mashed potatoes are very important to me. The thing is, I do, mashed potatoes are on my approved potato list. Yeah. I do love mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. But fuck a baked potato. Um, like when did you lose your virginity, if you don't mind me asking? I was 17. Okay. I was trying to hold out for 18. It got so close. I was like three months away. <laughs> was there a reason why you were holding out for 18? No, I was just like, mm, I'd rather, I was like, maybe I'll just be, try to be a responsible adult. Cause that's how a 17 year old thinks. Uh-huh. Um, it was with my first boyfriend. And what's funny is that like we, there were so many false starts there were times mm. where I'd be like, I'm ready. And then we'd get real close. And I was like, ah, just kidding. I'm not not ready. And then the, when the day it actually happened, I remember we, it was our senior year of high school. And we were off for the winter break. Uh-huh. And like we would hang out at my house. And then one day during the break, he was like, it was one of those false start times. And he goes, tomorrow, I'm coming over and we're doing it. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it wasn't as horrible as all that. Because I, I know that sounds terrible and coerced. But because I was ready, but I was just it was just a matter of it was like physically punking out. Not like I'm emotionally not ready. It was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, no, I'm really fucking scared that this is going to hurt. So, no, I don't want to do it. Well, you're told like I had one girl tell me that it felt like someone was shoving scissors up her vagina. How sharp was his penis? I know. And I mean, like my first time, it did hurt. It hurt for like 15 seconds. And I was like, I literally was like, oh, God. And he was like, am I, what's happening? Like, what am I doing to you? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, just keep going. And then it stopped hurting. Like, it was like a you very short it. amount of t- uh, pain time. But then I read somewhere that it should not hurt for women. Okay. Even well, the first time. It did not hurt for me. Okay. And I was on top. Mm, you and had control. I had control. But I, I remember, like, I moved or maybe made a sound. And he was just like, baby, are you okay? He was, like, overly sensitive about it. Uh-huh. Like, I think he thought he was killing me. And I was like, no, like, this this is fine. Yeah. I don't know why I was so scared all that time. Aww. Like, this is totally fine. Lack of sex ed. I, I'm now. Well, I'm just... to be fair, I which I talked about at your show, like, I felt like I got an actual surprisingly great sex ed, like, in school. Because I grew oh, up here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. New York City Public School is good for one thing. And it's, like, decent sex ed. At least in I was I'm I was in like gifted schools and programs and stuff. I don't know if that makes a difference. I don't know if regular ass public schools are also getting the decent sex ed that we lucked into. I don't know. I am curious about yeah, that. Yeah, I am curious too. Because was it public? Were the gifted schools public? Um, yeah. Uh, my gifted schools, these were like the type that you test into. Okay. okay. And all that. Um Where'd you end up going? I went to I don't I don't know if my middle school even still exists anymore. Wow. And I I remember in my seventh grade health class having to write a three page paper about chlamydia. Whoa. Yeah. Girl, in seventh grade, I was in Catholic school and I'm pretty sure none was telling us to become nuns. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was seventh or eighth grade. What different experiences we had. I know. (laughs) Um, And then I this is another thing I talked about at your live show. Where I remember there was always a week where they would combine a bunch of the gym classes. And this was, it's during, I think it's during like World AIDS Day. Like that whole week they do very comprehensive sex ed for the high school kids. Uh And I remember a kid raising their hand and asking a question about anal sex. And you have to realize the teachers doing this are the gym teachers. Gym teachers and health teachers are one and the same for whatever reason. 
So this was the baseball coach. You know, so just imagine like a sausage of a man. Uh-huh. Uh, just, you know, bald mustache, windbreaker shorts, and a whistle. After this kid asks about anal sex, the teacher just responds, Astro Glide. Oh, and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, that is, thank you for that. Appreciate it, sir. And the thing is, I graduated high school a long time ago, and that has stuck with me forever. I just like the way they said it. Like, he Astro, re- Astro Glide. Glide. And like, sorry, listeners, there is a hand motion that accompanies that. <laughs> you can imagine. You, you just... <laughs> When you see the hand gesture, you just feel like things thing. are slick. Yeah, something is is sliding into a butt very easily. <laughs> we had Astro as they Glide. should. We yeah. had Astro Glide at our apartment. We haven't used it in a long time. Right, we, I haven't used that brand in particular in a long time. Yeah, uh, the last one we had, lastly we had was uh, Slick Whip. We used Slick Whip. That one was actually recommended to me for anal. It's. I think like they're all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sponsor me. Uh, <laughs> Any sex toy or loop, sponsor me. It's actually really funny. We're having a hard time with, uh, I don't know if we can talk about this, but because of my logo, lo- logo, logo, mm-hmm. it has like butt plugs and anal beads. And it is, uh, even though they're very good numbers associated with the podcast, they don't want to list you. Yeah. Like, like sign a, sign a contract, like do the, do the deed. How dare them. Yeah. 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 Um, did you guys do anything for Valentine's Day? Uh, we were super chill. We had what we call one of our brie nights. We like, just like, have like a super fancy, like we have like brie and pate and wines and grapes and just. That's very sexual. Yeah. I like it. It's yeah. very uh, Parisian, I feel like. Right. And the thing is, our I think our third date was a brie night. Aw. Yeah. So it stuck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when we're feeling, we're just thinking, let's have a romantic night in. We're going to do brie night. Aw. So that was fun. And then we, we, before the night was over, we ended up watching Finding Dory randomly. Sure. We hadn't seen it. And we're just like, we have that Disney Plus. We're fancy. Dude, Disney Plus is the best. <laughs> I'm so, I, the first thing I watched was Lizzie McGuire, which I feel like says a lot about who I was in, as a teenager. Are you going to watch the reboot? It already got, it's on hiatus. The show runner already left. I did hear that. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think it's going to make it to air? Mm-hmm. The person that you lost it to, uh, did you love them? I did love him. Yeah. I did. Like, he was like, yeah, like my first everything. Yeah. Essentially. So no regrets, though. Like, no regrets good. about doing it or like doing it the way we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Like it was. Yeah. At the time, it it seems right. Aw, that's so sweet. I mean, if I were to see him today, fuck that guy, whatever. But like at the time, it makes sense. Did not end well. No. OK. Does he still live in New York? I have no idea. Good. You're like, I don't fucking care. Right. I remember like when everyone started losing their virginity in high school. One dude in particular, I remember he like they like had sex, I think like on prom night or something. Cliche. Cliche as fuck. And then he was like talking to someone about it. And he was like, yeah, I haven't talked to her since. (gasps) And everyone was like, why? And he was just like, I don't know. Like, I just feel my jaw dropped. Weird. Like he feels different. (laughs) And he was a good like he was a good guy. Like I would never like it wasn't like he used her like it was like his long-term girlfriend i'm pretty sure they stayed together like for a little bit while after that but he like legitimately looked and felt confused of just like it felt like it was too big of a step and he didn't realize it and now he didn't know what to do yeah wow yeah like that stuck with me and like we were we weren't like close close we we were friends and i just remember being like why am i a part of this conversation like i shouldn't (laughs) i should not be privy to any of this and everyone was like 
all the dudes and all the girls were like, you've got to call her. You have got to text her. Like that's, she's freaking the fuck out right now. And he was like, I I know, but like, I think he wanted to be like, but I'm freaking out and like, didn't know how to say it. Yeah. And I, I, that pushed me losing my virginity like a few years. Cause like, how old were you? I was 20. Okay. I wanted, my mom lied to me about, uh, how effective birth control was. She's like, it's only 2% effective. So you have to be really careful. She legit (laughs) said that my parents were on the, that she was on the pill and they used a condom and they used a condom and then they had you. Yeah. Do you know this? It's no, like, I whatever. don't. I didn't even know this, but I'm like, that's a really funny and terrible thing to tell your kids. It's, it's part of like one of my sets. It's just like, I was like, no, I'm never having sex. So I was like, I'm not having sex until I know I could get a college degree before, um, a baby comes out, like just in case mm-hmm. I had sex and I got pregnant. Right. So I was like very, so I was like, I'm waiting until my senior year of college. Um, I didn't make it. I made it to like my spring semester junior year. Yeah. See, so like me, like I was trying to wait for 18. My birthday's in April and I lost it in January. Mm-hmm. Like we, we were like, so close. So close. <laughs> I love how we both made like butthole gestures as we said so close. <laughs> <laughs> like squeezing it. And the best part is I didn't use a condom with this oh! dude. And I wasn't on the fucking pill. You went from zero to 100. Yeah, I just didn't give a shit. Oh I my was, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> no, no, no. We very much used condoms. Um, and I remember the way my mother found out I'd lost my virginity. Oh no. Um it was she found fu- a condom. No, she didn't find a condom. I think though at one point she was just like, Why are there these condoms in your room? I was like, Oh, we were blowing them up like balloons. <laughs> By default. And I think she believed me, which is insane. Oh, where there's just like a don't ask, don't tell sort of situation. Uh-huh. But now, being so far removed from it, being an adult now, um, like I said, I'd lost my virginity in January and, you know, the conversation had never come up with my mom. And then it was the summertime and my summers as a teenager, my mother and I would essentially not see each other at all because we just had such different schedules. I was uh-huh. a complete night owl. She's an early bird. And like she would get up and go to work in the morning. I would be asleep. By the time she got home from work, I would be out for the evening. Uh-huh. So it could literally be weeks before we would cross paths. And I remember that July, like I, uh-huh. I, it had been that point where I hadn't, I probably hadn't seen my mom since school ended. Uh-huh. And one morning I got up before she went to work and I said, I really, really had to pee. So I was in the bathroom, I'm peeing, uh, like eyes closed, like I'm still so exhausted. And she comes in a bathroom because like we're open, like, you know, whatever, we're yeah, yeah. naked all the time in and out the bathrooms, doesn't phase us. She walks into the bathroom and she says to me, Sharon, are you and boyfriend? She's like sexually active. She literally phrased it this way. Like, let's, let's call him active. Bob. She's like, are you and Bob sexually active? And again, I literally have like one eye half open and I just kind of nod. Yeah. I was like, I don't have the energy to elaborate or lie or anything. And yeah. I'm just like, whatever, the jig is up. Sure. <laughs> so I just nod. And she was like, are you using birth control? And I was like, no. And she was like, you're not using condoms. I was like, oh, condoms. Yeah, we're using those. Like, I didn't think of, I thought she meant like, are you on the pill? Well, yeah, because birth control is like birth control. Right. Like, I was like, just like, ingesting. that's weird. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not an idiot. Of course we're using condoms. And it's like, I learned about them in school. <laughs> With this great health education. <laughs> Thanks for sending Kingdom. me to those great schools, mom. Appreciate it. <laughs> I know a lot about chlamydia. <laughs> I don't know that much about chlamydia. And I always thought it was the clap and that's not, that's gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. But it makes more sense because it's a the C C's. word. Yeah, exactly. C is for clapping and chlamydia. I don't even remember when I learned about STDs. I do remember I knew what AIDS was because I remember being like at some fair where I had to like volunteer at that Catholic school. And I took a sip of water that I thought was my bottle. 
turned out it wasn't my bottle. I didn't know who it was. And I was like, oh, shit, did I just get AIDS? And I remember being like, how do I know what AIDS is and also have so much wrong information? I was going to say, you obviously don't know how it's transmitted. Though. Yeah. Well, then, because my mom used to be a nurse, so she had all these like old nursing things. So oh I went God. through looking for the symptoms of AIDS. And it was like, might not show up for years. And I was like, oh, who fucking knows? You know, when will I ever know? <laughs> And I was like 12 and I was just like, God damn you, Reagan. Like, this is your fault. I'm going to say, yeah, Reagan fucked a lot of people over. Yeah. A lot of people dead. Yeah. Because of you, man. Yeah. I just like thinking about, I keep thinking a lot of like really dumb things that I thought as a kid when it came to sex and AIDS was a big one. I was like, yeah, spit. AIDS but the thing spit. is, full grown adults believed that and still do. I yeah. guarantee you. Yeah. Which is horrifying. Mm-hmm. God bless America. I know. I know. Oh, I really just brought it down <laughs> with my totally offensive and lack of knowledge of AIDS at 12. But like, why did I know what AIDS was? That's like what I don't get. You like, probably watched TV and like saw like a PSA or it was like a very mm-hmm. special episode of something or another. Did it? I feel like it might have been ER. Do you remember ER? Yes. <laughs> I know we watched it a lot. I'm pretty sure it was like either ER or soap opera. And I was like watching it with my mom and my mom was like, yeah, she has AIDS, but they've had sex now. And I think I'm assuming she said unprotected because she's a fucking nurse and would know this. And so now and now they both have AIDS. Oh, God. And I think I must have known because my mom was really, really, really open about sex with us. Oh, mine was not. Yeah. I was about to say, like, it seems like your moms are like very like polar opposites on it. Yeah. But my mom came from uh, a, a a catholic background which is just like so repressed when it comes to sex mm-hmm. and i think my mom really wanted to make sure especially for me as a woman that i wouldn't feel repressed because she talked a lot about pleasure with me too oh that's great which is really cool yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just like very important for kids to learn i feel like again like i don't know if my mom was repressed also yet yeah, like your said your mom's coming from like a catholic background like my mom even though she was born in Brooklyn, for all intents and purposes, she's like a Southern black lady. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, her family's from this, like, she's first generation New York. But like, you know, her parents are from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, So things weren't necessarily discussed, though, to be fair, like when I was a kid, like a young kid, she would get me materials to read or watch. Like she would get okay. me like a puberty book, like things that express, like explained what the body was going through and like what sex is. And there's this great video that pbs put out when i was a kid uh-huh. about like kids learning about sex and also fun fact ashanti is one of those kids dude yeah like ashanti has a little kid talking about sex on pbs it's it's fascinating also i had no clue what happened to ashanti until uh i think jess henderson was on talking about surviving r kelly like she was 12 you mean Aaliyah? Oh, oh, yeah. I was just like, wait, what? Yes. I was like, what happened to Ashanti? Oh, it's Aaliyah. It's Aaliyah. <laughs> I was like, you're about to learn things. I was like, what happened to Ashanti? <laughs> I always mix them up. Oh, my God. Well, Ashanti's still alive. Ashanti's still alive. She is still alive. Oh, my God. I feel like my whole face is like burning up. Like, I'm more embarrassed about that than I was about like my really bad information about AIDS at 12. Wait. Is this from? Is this from? ER? Okay, so Jeannie Bullet is a fictional character from the television series ER. She is HIV positive, along with General Hospital's Robin uh, Scorpio. She is one of the only regular characters in American television history to, be, to contract HIV 
without eventually getting being killed off by the writers. Wow. Shit. Okay, it was ER. I have a very weird memory. Like weird things stick. <laughs> like okay, okay, this is so weird. Um, and nothing to do with sex, <laughs> of course. But uh, I used to always watch TV with my parents in their bedroom. Like mm-hmm. we watch like primetime TV with them. Like TV is very important to me to this day, as it should be. And I was probably ten or eleven. And I was like in the middle of my like mom and dad in bed like at night, which major cock block, right? Like yeah. when the fuck did they have? How sex? dare you? Oh, I've they they figured it out. I walked in on them so many times. Oh, that's um, horrifying. I've never walked in on either parent in that situation. Thankfully, it is a lot. Ugh. But it's also like when you get older, you're like, well, they have a good sex life. Like they're right. happy. Though to be fair, I don't think I've ever seen people have sex if it wasn't on purpose. Like, like I've never tea. just walked in randomly to people having sex. When I've seen people have sex, it was in an environment where people were having sex and I was expected to see oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I, I feel like I walked, I've walked in on like random sex all the time. Like, cause, do you not knock on doors? Well, one time I walked in on them because I unlocked the door. Oh my God. You're a menace. I'm a menace. But, a menace and a pervert. <laughs> but one time it was in college and it was like a major townhouse community that was all college students. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have like 10 townhouses and then like a, like a grassy knoll and then like 10 new townhouses. But there'd be like mm-hmm. a like you could walk in and out because you'd walk from you walk to all the parties at JMU. Right. Um, and so like I'd walk down the hill to get to this townhouse complex or whatever you want to call it. I can't remember what the neighborhood was called. And one time me and my friend were walking either to a party or coming back from a party. And we're walking past one of these little like grassy knoll alleys and dude and chick are just like fucking against the wall yeah which is great but then we stopped and then she was like shocked that we were watching and i was like no no no, you are outside you're outside no 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 this is all fair like we get to watch like you chose this like there's there's a hunt because at jmu thousands of kids were out every like every weekend night so it's like you know like people are watching you You i imagine it it was 8 p.m like everyone's walking to parties and they're like how dare you i mean it might have been jam you had a huge drinking problem (laughs) we made national news because uh one year there is this fest festival every year where uh everyone just gets super drunk like outside in like fancy dresses because it's like fucking virginia and trying to be like Charlottesville, but we're not. We're in the mountains. We're gross. <laughs> but it's a very big event. Like other neighboring colleges come to. But for some reason, like triple the amount of people came to this. Mm. I got so drunk that I had to leave the house that I was at to be like, no, I got to go home. about to vomit. And I walk through a full like t- row of like 20 policemen. With like they're like, like battering rams and like mm-hmm. shields and things, and I walk through them not knowing what the fuck is going on. I'm just like cool, 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 because they're trying to keep kids out of this area, and then they start throwing fucking tear gas at oh my the kids. God. I was supposed to fuck a guy that night, and he just went. I well, one, I pass out for like five hours. Everyone freaks out because they can't find me because I throw up and then pass out for five hours oh and wake God. up to all these text messages being like, "Are you alive? Like we can't find you." Everyone's freaking out. Um, there's helicopters going around. Oh NBC God. News is like t- like talking about it. Like it's crazy. Um, the editor in chief of the newspaper is like was like caught like throwing glass at like people and like dancing and like literally <laughs> just like throwing glass bottles. What? It was fucking intense. It was intense. 
But I, so I, I get a text from this dude or like right before, like I pass out, I was like, all right, we're fucking like, you know, come over so-and-so. So he's texting me like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I wake up. I'm like, where are you? And he's radio silent. And finally, like at two o'clock in the morning, he's like, I'm so sorry. My roommate got hit with tear gas and I had to take him to the hospital. Wow. But like they were fucking throwing, like it was, it was crazy. I wish I could remember the festival's that called. straight chaos. Yeah. The editor in chief <laughs> had to write a public apology in the newspaper. <laughs> For his behavior. <laughs> was it, wait, the, the editor-in-chief of the college paper or the local paper? College paper. Not, not, oh my God, that would have been fucking hilarious. Like, I am so sorry. <laughs> I got swept up in all the <laughs> festivities. It was crazy. Like, I had stories of friends, like, they got rear-ended by people that were drunk. And so they'd call the cops because they were like, it was like a hit and run situation. And the cops mm-hmm. was like, dude, I'm sorry, but like, we're busy. We have to deal with other stuff. And like, they just like end up with like these totaled cars. Oh my God. It was actually kind of scary. Like it was like, how the fuck did this happen? It was the purge. It was the purge <laughs> with drunken college students. So fun fact, it's not fun. Uh, don't do it. But I, my favorite part is that I missed it all. My favorite part is that I walked right <laughs> through it because that's how I am in life. I just walk through shit, not paying attention. <laughs> I remember being like, someone was making fun of my adult braces. I'm like, I'm not staying for this. And I like walked, <laughs> I like walked through and missed the tear gas. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, does every college have a spring fest? Because I've been to a spring fest before. Yeah, just a bunch of drunk ass parties for like an entire weekend. People are just yeah. walking in and out of each other's townhouses. Yeah, like, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's very hey, everybody, open. let's party. People are, yeah, people are laid out in a quad. There's like, girl talk was there. I oh my God, girl talk came to my college. See? <laughs> I took photos. I took photos of girl talk before I lost my virginity that night. And the guy, <laughs> that night, that guy was in the audience and he was texting me. It's not, a, this is a story that I tell, but it's like the extended version is that he's like, he's texting me while I'm taking pictures. And he's just like, oh, you look so hot in your pleather pants. I can see you on stage. Cause like for some reason they wouldn't let us take pictures usually. Cause I used to be a photographer and usually when you do uh, like music events, you mm-hmm. either get like the first three songs or you get five minutes and then they kick you out. Right. But usually you're at the front, like right. Uh, what is that called? The pit. Like, yeah. Like yeah. the pit. This manager would not let us in the pit. And she's like yelling at us and yelling at us. And they're like, she's like, you can only get from the back. And we're like, we there's. Well, you can't get shots from the back, lady. What the yeah, hell are you like, talking about? Like the lighting is terrible. Like you're just seeing his like back. I think it's because I think he was kind of private. Mm-hmm. But at one point they had people dance on the stage with him like they pick people out of the crowd and they're mm-hmm. like now you can go on but you can't get close to him and so that's when the guy saw me because he's like oh i know you're the photographer i can see you look hot yeah um yeah that was it those those pants i still have and i know if i want to get laid like i wear those pants they are black like stretchy pleather pants from fucking uh forever, forever 21. 21 that's amazing it's isn't it funny how you know certain certain items or certain looks are like your your like definitive go-to I'm gonna get fucked. Oh sort yeah. Of look. And it's funny. I always look back at pictures, and I was telling my boyfriend this. I was like, the redder my hair, the sluttier phase I was going through. Interesting. You look great with red hair too. Because it was red like two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You look great with red hair. Thank you. But I was just like, the redder it is, the more I was fucking. Essentially. Oh my god. <laughs> but you're so right. Uh, dudes love red hair. Dudes that's, that's, love that's red just hair. Very much a thing. I think also like red hair on a black woman is like really signaling a lot. I think. Like what do you like? Because I'm like it's you're just like for the most part that is a very intentional look. Like it's oh. not it's nowhere near natural. Generally, I'm not saying there aren't black redheads, but you know what I mean. Uh huh. So it's just like oh, like okay, this is a bold individual who looks fun. Yeah. 
that's yeah you're right i never thought about that but you're right because like it's like okay if like a white woman has red hair it's like oh well maybe she just has red hair yeah (laughs) you're not assuming a thing about her personality yeah because like you like i have red hair and usually people are like oh well you're pale so you're from ireland and i'm like no it's fake fake." (laughs) you're like no i'm fun and vibrant (laughs) i have a great party trick is what my hair is saying i don't have a great party trick i'm actually really awkward at parties There was this guy that I was dating, maybe two or three guys before my boyfriend. And I don't know, like we liked each other enough, but like we weren't truly clicking. Uh-huh. And it was also just like an awkward time. And I was literally having like the worst year of my life. Like Aww. it was just real stressful dealing with like illness in the family and like running back and forth. It was so much happening. And um, one of the last things he texted me was an eye roll. And, you know, we both have iPhones and I like, you know, thumbs down uh-huh. the image. And I think the last thing I ever said to him was go away. And that was like the end of everything. Like we fully ghosted each other mutually from mutual that point ghost. on. Yeah. Wow. That's how much I even hated just an eye rolling emoji. Oh, my God. That would that to me is like like I hate K. Oh, K saying, okay. makes me incensed. Oh, yeah. Even when I know it's people that don't mean it, that they just say K. Yeah. I'm still just like, fuck you. Like, I say it out loud to my phone. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You you can write it out. And the times when I say K, I'm being nasty. When Aaron's pissed at me, I get a K. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I get so (laughs) mad. I'm like, talk about it. And he's just like, "Mm, K. K is a real dig. People know what they're doing. People know what they're doing. People know. I know I'm getting like, I can feel myself being like. Yeah, your body language is fully changed just thinking about the letter K. (laughs) (laughs) I have to like loose and I was like, relax. Um, <laughs> fucking K, man. I can think of arguments that have started because like he sent K and I was just like, cool, cool, cool. See where this night's going. Great. Can't wait. Damn. Can't wait. Not many. Not many. But I, it's happened. It's happened for sure. That is too funny to me. Yeah. No, I try, I try not to K people unless I'm like absolutely pissed off. Yeah. I'm trying to think what. My, I try not to K as well. I'm trying to think of what says via What modern statements? I try not to K. I know. <laughs> well, best regards in an email means like I fucking hate you. Yes. For sure. Or if I just end things with periods. Like, yeah. Because I'm a fan of punctuation, but like if I throw in a period, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Oh. I mean, I'm truly done. Oh. <clears throat> fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine with, oh, oh, fine. fine. Period. Woo, woof. Yeah, that's that's saying a lot. I can feel it. Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little stabby, stabby. It is stabby. That is truly stabby. And I can't remember. Someone told me this. Or I read it somewhere, but it's like just in an email. Like never write like uh, uh just. just checking in. Oh, every time. Because the thing is, I use just all the time, and then I'll 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 leave it, and then literally go back and edit them all out, just because it's how I think. Uh-huh. As I write, uh-huh. and I'll go back and take all the justs out. And someone told me, because it's for women specifically, it was like, women mm-hmm. should never say just in an email. Just just say what you want to say. I'm part of a sketch group called All Female Reboot, and we do a sketch. It's a, it's a parody of The Shining, and she's going to the hotel uh-huh. to write an email without using the word just. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is amazing. I haven't seen them do a show in a little while. It's because we're spread out across the country. Right, because Liz is in L.A. now, right? Yeah, a few, a few of the ladies are in L.A., mm. so it's just, yeah, it's a little tough. Because I always wanted to go, but I was always working in Connecticut when you guys were doing it. Now I don't work again anymore, so I can have fucking see shows again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I always heard like really great things about all female re- reboot. Thank you. Yeah, I heard great things. But oh, it was um to never when someone's like when someone kind of uh, makes your life a little bit harder, they're like, oh my god, thank you so much for like getting here 15 minutes early to not say no problem because women do that a lot. But mm-hmm. I do it all the fucking time still. It's yeah, like it's hard. That yeah. that one is a hard one to shake. Yeah. But at any time I say it, you can tell I'm pissed. I'm like, great, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so just like learning how to like say like what I want to say. I know. Um, yeah. Being yeah, a yeah. woman and expressing things is hard. It's hard, yeah. But like I come from like such privilege. Like I'm 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 white, so I can still like, you know, <laughs> can I see your manager or like do that like that bullshit, which I feel mm-hmm. like like if you're black or Hispanic, all these like negative adjectives are like put to yeah. your to you all of a sudden yeah, like you're just aggressive or mm-hmm. um just angry or just being a problem yeah like one time we i was at work and uh a manager was talking about like cats outside his apartment that were um annoying or obnoxious and like a co-worker who is a black female like lives near him and was like look as a like a black lady like i'm not gonna say this adjective about these cats because it's been said to me and i was like that's very fair. Like, <laughs> I think he said like uh, that they were um, like like loud and obnoxious or something. And she was like, "I will not agree with you." <laughs> and you're like, um, as someone who has been described the same way, I do not support this. Yeah, uh, honestly, I think that's like legit what she said. <laughs> and I was like, Dion, those cats have a right to live in this neighborhood too, you yeah. gentrifier. They were here first. <laughs> you came from New Hampshire. <laughs> These are New York cats. These are New York cats. <laughs> But it was just like, oh, you like you have like some people have to think about it all the time. That's so fucking unfair. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I it's have. The truth. Yeah. It's the honest. Yeah. So no, if you acknowledge your privilege and use it for good, then by all means, like, look, you put Forever 21 out of business. Single handedly. <laughs> over a twelve dollar and eighty cents. <laughs> fucking bathing suit. I got such a fire cover up from Forever 21. God, I love it. I wore. I went to Palm Springs and wore it on vacation at the time of my life. I got like everything I wore on my last vacation in that clearance. And you were just on vacation. How was, was that your first vacation together? Um, that was our first vacation together domestically. We went to Sweden to see his family last yes. year. Yes. Oh shit! Was that what it was? Like you were about to go meet his family. Oh, that I think that's it. what it was when you recorded. You're right. I think we had maybe just booked our trip. Yes. Because you were we nervous, go. right? There we go. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I was meeting his entire family for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes great. Like, his his family calls me just to chat. Oh, that's so sweet. Or I'm in a group chat with his family. Like, his sister just texted, like, right before I got here. So it's like, Aww. yeah, really cool with his family, which is awesome. That's really cool. I would have a heart attack if my soon-to-be mother-in-law just called me to chat. I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and no. she did. She called me the other day, but I was at work, so I couldn't chat with her. um but like yeah like his brother calls all the time and it's just like this is i'm glad that this is what this relationship ended up being like i'm i like his family is great like the other day i said to him i was like you know like i'm very fond of your dad i think i miss him (laughs) i just i think his dad is really sweet oh my god so it's just like yeah this this is cool um mm, i highly doubt his family will listen to this so i feel like i can say it here and then they're all listening right right Uh (laughs) They're so supportive. They click on it immediately. They're like, oh, she's talking about us. <laughs> but his mom 
basically told him I'm the favorite, like, out of her daughters-in-law, even though, I mean, I'm not technically her daughter-in-law uh-huh. yet. Mind you, one of them is about to make her grandmother for the first time, yet somehow I'm the favorite. You're the favorite. Damn. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have you guys talked about marriage yet? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, we discussed, like, again, remember, I had that shit or get off the pot conversation with him mm-hmm. on that second date. We have had further conversations since then. That makes sense. Like, I've essentially given him a timeline that I was just like, because he's older than me. And I'm like, listen, if you want to be a first time dad before 50, it's got to look like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, we, we don't have time to, to sully. He? He's 45. He looks so young. Thank you. Yes, he does. Like it's it's my skincare. <laughs> it's it's a lovely skincare routine. Um, my like he's like black by osmosis, I guess. Like my black's not cracking. I'm keeping him youthful. It's working out. I did. I will say, I did meet him, I and you at the Halloween party, and I was uh uh maybe the drunkest I had been like ever in public <laughs> because I we were at, is that a big party. Where I knew like a lot of the bartenders. And so I just, I get like uh, very high on power when it comes to knowing I can get people free drinks. So I was just like, I think it was like you, Marie Faustin was there, Calvin, Bobby, Aaron. I'm just like, who wants drinks? Who wants drinks? I kept going to the like (laughs) two and getting all these drinks while drinking myself to the point where finally the bartender that I knew was like, you have to start a tab. And I was like, I was like, I started one. And then I got so drunk. I met, I remember you guys were like seated somewhere. You were seated. I was like, hi, how are you? <laughs> Half my face was like falling off. I was poison ivy because it was a Halloween party. But you I got, were so cute. What was I? Yeah, you were cute. <laughs> okay, good. Because in my mind, I was horrifyingly embarrassing <laughs> because I got so drunk that I was like, oh, I'm going to vomit right now. And I do not want to vomit at this venue. And so I hail a cab, run into Veronica Garza mm-hmm. and her girlfriend. I was like, hey, cool. I'm leaving. And they're like, where's Aaron? I was like, he's not here. Um, <laughs> get in the cab. Text Aaron. Because Aaron's like, where are you? And I was like, I'm in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? And I was like, so I was like, I'm so sorry. I just have to throw up. <laughs> I- so she got into a cab. She didn't just like go out like around the corner from the venue to maybe throw up on the street. She got into a moving vehicle to go throw up. Oh, yeah. And like I could feel it. I remember being like opening the window and the guy's like, please don't. Please don't. But I make it. I make it. I like throw up and I pass out. I don't even hear Aaron come home. Um, And when I wake up, he's like not mad. I'm like, are we OK? And he was like, yeah, because I got all my anger out when I got home. Like I was super he like must have been super loud. And like open and was like slamming and shutting everything to like try to wake me up to fight. But I slept through it all. And I was like, oh, so I think I figured out the trick to like fighting is like black out. Like just just black out. And he was like, also like just don't leave me in a cab. Like again, like like let me know. I can only hope that you panicked for a second like I did while I was working and had to look down at my hands, because that's the way I calm myself down, is like looking down at my hands. I'm like, are they shaking? Am I okay? Um, it's not fun when your anxiety flares up at work and you realize that you will die and that the world will still keep going. That's, I mean, like, my producer was just like, wow. I was like, that's what the panic was about. It was like, oh, I will die one day and the world, like, the time still goes on. Like, time will never end. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>